in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to A Show Called Hakes, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. And uh, you join us for another uh, biting edition of Hair Talk. Chris Ray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the situation on the ground? Um, It's pretty (laughs) much back to what it was, Mm. um, except I can't straighten it yet because it's too short for that. It looks darker. Uh, Is it darker? It probably probably is fuller rather than darker. You can't really see it on the camera now, but we cut or Liz cut it last weekend. And there is a bit that wasn't supposed to be cut and was cut. This is great you content. You can't really see it on the on the camera. Really? So, and, and you can't, certainly can't see it on the audio. <laughs> it does look darker. Is it? Is it possible that over the preceding kind of 34, 35 years, you'd uh, mm. amass some kind of um, like additional colour, you know, sun bleaching it, or pollution or something? Well... Or... Well, as a child, I was very blonde. Mm. I, if you look at my early school photos, I had a very blonde afro. Sure. Mm. And at 16, I bleached my hair because that was a cool thing to do. Oh, yeah. But it probably ha- it's probably thicker rather than darker now. Mm. When ev- everyone at 16 said, you're going to go bald because I had this lopsided hairline. Look at me. Look at me. Look at this full head yeah, of that hair. That is actually pretty. It does look pretty luxurious. I mean, they all look stupid now because a lot of them are bold. <laughs> so screw them. Yeah. It's like um, everybody used to say that because um, David Bowie, everyone used to say his eyes were, dif- were different colours. Yeah, and they weren't. Really? One Is that was right? one was well, just... We're just looking at the same eye twice. Uh... <laughs> yeah, he only ever approached people from the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, he got punched in the eye as a kid. Oh, I did know that. Yeah, and. Yeah, so it's not that it's a different colour, except the pupil is permanently dilated. Mm. So it makes like it makes his iris seem a different colour. Well, shit. I didn't know that. Oh, shit. Yeah, I did, I did read that, now you say it. Uh, Nicholas, what's your uh, hair situation? Your hair's looking good, I think, Nick, today. Mm. You think? If I may say so. This is, this is what happens when I uh, forget that I have hair. And uh, yeah. it just, yeah, it just, the thing is, as is as often the case, like as you leave your hair and you don't wash it for a few days, you get that buildup of that natural boy grease, <laughs> which we all love. But for oh, I me, love a bit of boy grease. For me, that adds a delightful volume that I can't get in any other way at all, <laughs> which all, all that does is encourages me to not wash my hair because my hair looks this good because I haven't washed it for like two, three days. I'll be honest with you, Nick. As, as a man who's often felt the need for volume in his hair, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing you now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But um, the one thing I was thinking when we were talking about Chris Ray's hair is that mm. all three of us do actually have quite strong heads of hair. Um, mm. and, and if we wanted to shift the podcast's focus onto hair and our hair, I don't think we would be, you know, that uh, badly qualified to do so, you know? A show called Hair. A show exactly. called Hair. Exactly. We, we're eventually going to get to spin-off, so we might as well just start with the show called Hair. That's the thing. The um, uh, I haven't, what I haven't used shampoo on my hair 
for the better part of a decade now. That's, See, that's, right. impre- that's impressive. You have, however, for the, for, for the importance of this, is that you have washed it. It's just that you uh, haven't used it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, every, every what, day. What do you wash it with? Shower gel? Uh, no, nothing. No, I just... Just, no, just water. water. Yeah, just that's water. Not really, he just that's just getting the, wet, isn't just it? You might as well just go for a walk in the rain. Well, how, how would you define... Surely, like, the, the element of washing that makes it washing is, is but, water. Surely. All right. But if you do you wash your hands with soap, or would you do you wash them with water? No, I just wipe them on the walls. Yeah. yeah. I just I just touch a load of strangers and then just go out. <laughs> yeah. People think they call me patient oh, got zero, my germs. But... Oh, got my germs. Oh, got my germs. Got to catch oh, them all. Got my germs. Right, I'm off. Bye. It was a different era, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, there was like I I was um, there were two blips in that perfect in that perfect run. Uh, I had to briefly use like a, a medicated shampoo because I got a bit of a sore scalp, and that broke my heart because it was like yeah, that's very upsetting. It, it was like kind of you know losing a perfect game, you know. Oh, mm. I was, it was flawless. And then last summer, I didn't quite shave my head, but I I did tr- cut it to like one of the lowest settings of my razor, mm. and it was like it's not technically washing, but I have just suddenly. Destroyed that entire ecosystem of yeah. filth, which I've been You basically had to restart it. It's like um, it's like deforestation almost. Yeah. Mm. Hey, I mean, like if I can if I can come back from this, I mean, global warming. Well, I think we we've all we've all had fairly drastic haircuts over the last year, in one way or the other, and we've all sort of recovered quite well. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I've um, yeah, I tried doing the um short backing sides. I was like, now's the time. You know, it's been a well. Frankly, it has been in three days' time. It will be uh, a year since I was physically in an office, mm, which wow. is weird. Um, would it have been Chris? You, you I mean, Chris. Hello, Re- Re- hello, hello. You, you, you keep track of these things. Would it sure. have been the Cheltenham horse event this weekend? Yes. So the Gold oh. Cup, which is the event that was credited with spreading the virus nationwide yes. and that I attended. Event uh, Zero, as they call uh, it. That event, that event is taking place again this coming Friday. So really? a week today. How? Oh. Um, but it, it <laughs> horses is are all wearing masks. The horses are all wearing masks. <laughs> ah, There's obviously not a crowd. I was actually walking there today, watching them set up. So yeah, it's all going ahead. So what, they're just going to film it on webcams or something? Yeah, well, it'll still be broadcast as it is normally. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot And there'll be, there'll be people there and it's just like... <laughs> You know, yeah, it just won't be two. It just won't be two hundred and fifty thousand people. <laughs> if only there was a way that the nation could see a horse race. But Nick solved it with webcams. Yeah, so there we go. Done. <laughs> they... um, but yeah, it is, it is taking place uh, the nineteenth next well, Friday. Well, that has then been a, an exact year because the last day I was in the office, I, I had to stay late. It was a Friday. I had to finish some work. There was no one else left. Like all the lights were starting to turn off. <laughs> and I remember walking out of my place of work, pushing my bike, and there was a because I, I work by the race course, and there was a a sea, a, a swarm, a wave of people. You know what it's like. It's, it is like I a. I was uh, probably uh, part of that wave. Yeah, we probably were. Yeah, we um, were leading and, the the deadly second wave. Yeah, <laughs> and I was going. I was going at ninety degrees to. I had to cross this, and at the time there was all these rumours about this thing called. Oh yes, this COVID business might get a bit out of hand. Might get a bit fruity over the next couple of weeks. And I, I was literally just seeing like this twenty-person deep stream of people going downhill, I'll be like fine. you know, just licking each other and you know, pissing in the air. And I was like, oh, 
Christ on a bike. You know? I, yeah. Oh, I want to be a part rough. of that. <laughs> oh, that looks good. That's Flavor Town. <laughs> yeah, I've got to get in. <laughs> I, you know, I can confirm it was a wonderful event to be a part of. Oh, I bet. Um, and yeah, if I, if I had the choice now, would I go? Probably not. Uh, if I'm honest um, but I did and I went to the last big party in the country so I'm not too sad about that yeah the um, in the last year when things were really kind of bad and we didn't really know what was happening um, was it like Formula One they switched all their races to virtual races like um, um, really I'm not sure it was virtual. I think they may have just done them all in, on the same track or something. Were they just, well, I mean, they just... I mean, Formula One is boring to watch at the best of times, but imagine them just going through over well, the same track again and again and but again. But maybe maybe it wasn't all the races, but they did do virtual yeah, racing they, for a they bit. They probably did something to do, yeah, to replace something. Perhaps, was that, was that just a load of guys playing Burnout? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it it probably well was, but like they, they would... Um, they shipped like prop. This is this is real. This actually happened. They shipped like proper gaming rig slash Cars. pogs to like the homes of these racers, so they could this like is, this sit in their insane. lounge. I need because, to get like, to F one now. Yeah, because oh, it's so it's so boring. But no, it's so If I get sent a game pod to my house. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll I mean get... that bit, but there had to be a pandemic for that to happen. <laughs> but, but this is what it comes down to, because you know, like in a previous episode, Nick, you were talking about like some virtual sport, like some... oh yeah, oh I've forgotten the name of it already. That's yeah. how it was called, like Halo or Halon or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly a lasting love. Oh yeah, um, but... yeah. But like they did a, I think they did a a signature event where they got like all the F one racers to race against. Twitch streamers. Oh my god, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And, and it's a big debate. Like, are you, if you can, if you're good at driving a car in the real world and some of these games are so bore, See, I have astonishingly realistic. I think that the drivers are still better. But the problem is, is that they were playing a game. So they were on the Twitches, the Twitch, the Twitches, they were on the Twitches level. They weren't on their own home ground. If you put a yeah. Twitcher in an F1 car, rubbish. I would. Would you, know, would you know what the big well, scandal was? What's the big scandal? A guy. A a. This this actually happened as well. Don't know his name, but a uh, a racer. Oh yeah. Put. Racer. A, he sent in a ringer. What? What? He, one of the F one racers sent in yeah. like a, a game. Does this a gamer? this sounds borderline borderline made up. No, 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 no. This is real. You can look it up. He. <laughs> I'm I'm looking it up now. If you can hear me typing, okay, this is what I'm he, typing. He he. Everyone was like. Okay, just log on to your special computer at home. We're going to have like an F1 qualifier or something like that. And he put a 14-year-old he... Fortnite playing Yeah, and he basically pod. got like a... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he just said, oh yeah, I'm totally racing. Ooh, well, Ooh. John, I've just looked it up and yes, you are right. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, of course Isn't I am. Yeah. Daniel Abt, Abt, A-B-T, Abt. sacked by Audi Formula E team after cheating in virtual race. The, the funny thing about that move is that he, the reason he did that is because he had zero faith in his own ability. <laughs> yeah. So he's a German driver and he um, recruited a professional sim racer to drive for him. I can't do this. I'm going to get a child to do it. His We've name was Lorenz Herzing. I can't. An experienced gamer. I can drive a car, but I cannot drive a virtual car. <laughs> Over to you, child. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Um... What a thing to cheat on. Jesus. I mean, that is a waste of energy. 
cheating on something like that. <laughs> have you um have you ever been to the uh the Excel Center, Rev? No, I haven't. Well, uh, for for Nick and I in the in the before times, like our second home, that was basically our home away from home. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, in uh, down in London town, great baby, Lan-lan. Lan-lan. and they were advertising that they were going to be hosting, uh, like um, electronic e. electronic car racing. Like, don't bother, uh, don't bother. Not electronic, electric car racing. They're like, it's no. really taking off, you know. No, and they were going to do it. Brother, it's, if it's anything like Formula One, it'll be boring as sin. Oh, I well, see. It is. It's all astonishingly boring. Like, I, 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 it is incredibly boring. But my, I like. The thing is, sense. I like sport. I like sport. Remember? You do, apparently. And yeah. this is this is garbage. Here's my two Formula cents. One, right? Like Formula E, electric cars, but but apparently they're just doing the same thing as as normal Formula One, right? That there's the mistake. They could have boost pads. <laughs> They could have weapon power-ups. Yeah. 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 They could have the audience is able to like vote an effect for the power of the there's there's loads of stuff we could do. I here. think they should have like Mario Kart, they should have music playing over the top. And exactly. when someone gets super speed, the music gets faster. Yeah, and more chaotic. Stuff like that. And there's like a blue um, blue shell that takes blue out first shell, place. Wandering wandering going round, getting going for the leader, stuff like that. That's I'd watch now that. that. I'd watch that. That is sport, my friend. Yeah. That is sport. That's sport how they intended it. Yeah, when they invented they, it. Um, well, they were gonna because we, I remember we watched it. They had like a, uh, they did like a, a drive-through with a, a camera on the um, the front of the car to show right. the route they were gonna take. And it's it's so weird because I was looking at it going, like, oh, that's the ex- that's the entrance ramp. That's like they're coming in. Oh, that's where our table would have been. Oh my they're god! They're racing through this great big like aircraft hangar of a building. And uh, but then that became um, what was it one of the Nightingale? Oh yeah, um, hospitals. Oh yeah, yeah. It yes, did. I did read that. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've had such a terrible time with this awful disease. I just want some rest and relaxation. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> and then on that... on your right, a Formula E car hurtles past. And on your left is Nick Angel hawking a copy of Seven String. <laughs> Do you yeah. want to? It's really cool. It's about a dude with a guitar sword. I'm trying to die. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Fortune was a con artist who went after his untimely death uh, to take over the afterlife and run it like a business. Be quiet, you awful man. Why, you awful man? Oh, there goes a little that'll, Fortnite player. That'll be nine ninety nine. Sorry? Yeah. How much? I can't hear you. Yeah, that's what it's like in the Nightingale. Thing is, surely the electric cars wouldn't make much sound. Sorry, yet. It would be, be, be whisper quiet. Yes. Yeah, when they get in, they have to put like a little cassette tape, which is like ninety minutes of car noises yeah, yeah. in, and it just and a stereo on the back. Yeah, did you know? I mean, that is the that is the only bit of F one that is sort of um, broadly known as the sound the cars make, the screamy sound. No, and that they're taking that out of it. <laughs> so you know, what's this going to be memorable for? Did you know that there's um, there's literally genuinely a trend of putting a loudspeaker under your bonnet if you can't afford. A cool sounding engine. I believe that. Um, particularly, there's a sound. Have you ever heard a car when it drives past? And when I think it like changes gear or something, you get this like sort of sound. Yeah, and apparently yeah. that's like a turbo dump valve or something that makes your car sound like really cool and high performance. 
But it's quite expensive to get that installed. And an alternative is to install an amplifier and a speaker under your bonnet that just fires out a load of white noise at certain points. So it sounds like a dump Brilliant. valve, but you don't actually have one. That's a real thing. These these are the same people. This is the modern day equivalent <laughs> of people who stick like a Lotus badge on their Rover or whatever. I, I or still a Ferra- don't understand that. a Ferrari that. badge on I their old Skoda. still don't understand that. We know that's not a Ferrari. That yeah. is a VW Golf. First edition, it's falling apart. <laughs> Can you it's... imagine someone going up to that person and going, "Oh my god, I can't believe you've got that Ferrari." <laughs> that must and it's, be... and it's literally just a hatchback, a white hatchback. It's a that must be an experimental model. I've yeah. never seen, I've never seen one in that oh, yeah. shape and dimensions yes, before. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the early Ferraris. It's a Citroen, one of the really early one. Citroen Two CV with a canvas roof and wooden wheels, and it's got a Ferrari badge <laughs> yeah. on the front of it. The thing is, like, who is that for? Because if you care about cars. You're gonna yeah. go. Well, that's bullshit. But if you're me, who is who drives like a grey Toyota Yaris? You like don't 15 care. years old. I have no idea. No. Is that a Lotus? Yeah, I guess. I don't I know. Can, What's a Lotus? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but it's like people who drive. Like they rev their engine and they drive down the street really fast, and that feels like they're making a point. But all I do is just go, "You fucking prick." Yeah. Every time I just think, "You prick," and I'm not sure who again who that's for really. It's not for me saying prick, that's for sure. Wow. No, maybe you're just but, jealous. But they got maybe, a, I, maybe I am. They got a reaction. <laughs> the, size of, the size of their, their old member. They're dingling. They yeah. did they did get a reaction out of you. You know. They did, that's... but was that the reaction thereafter? Maybe. You noticed them, you know. Yeah. Well, that's I noticed they... the car. I didn't notice them. It could have been a driverless car for all I know. <laughs> yeah. Revving real hard. <laughs> yeah. That's the biggest worry we have to worry about with these driverless cars is they're going to be proper boy fucking races. They're going to be revving up the engine. It's like, stop it. Okay, you can't do that very well in an electric car. It'd be like, if you rev an engine in an electric car, it'll just go. It wouldn't be very impressive. So. He's got what, hate. Were we talk- what were we talking about? <laughs> I've got hate. Uh- Oh, Nick's got a hate. Oh, Nick's got okay. a hate. But, I, but I've forgotten it. So hold on. Oh, oh no, I remember. This, go- <laughs> I remember. Is just, this is not good. Listen, that this is not a mark on the quality of the episode yet. Okay? I hate it when I get a smell trapped in my nose. Brilliant. Trapped. I get a smell trapped in my nose. Is that, a, is that a physiological thing or is that a psychological thing? Is that possible to get a smell trapped in your nose? I don't know. I know As a resident. John, John, you're a scientist. John, you're a biologist. Uh, as a as a failed biologist, I would say um, yes. I would say no. Ah oh, fuck! Uh, I for the last like six seven days, I've been saying to Ali, I can smell gas. I can smell gas. Well, mm. <laughs> Nick, um, you, but there might be two things you need to worry about. <laughs> Nick, didn't didn't we postpone recording last night because you were suffering a, a mind altering migraine? Yeah. The worst it's ever been, actually, I'd say. Kind of well, it's ever been, and five you can days smell gas for a week. Gas. I mean, and you, you know. said you were seeing colours and new colours, optical effects in my vision, which are hitherto unforeseen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I frankly, ve- but... and I felt very sick, very sick. I mean, yeah. frankly, that sounds like a terrifying experience. I'm just glad that Osmandiar, the green floating alien, was there <laughs> to help you, as he always is in these. He always, he always helps me through. Although every time he looks different and has a new voice, but he's always there. He's always there to help. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been smelling gas for a week. Yeah, but this isn't the only thing that I will smell for a week. Like this, this most recent fad has been gas, and there's no gas. Um, because the only thing that uses gas in our house is the boiler 
and I'm smelling it downstairs. And also, Ali isn't smelling any gas. And there isn't any gas, because we'd be dead by now, I think. <laughs> if we could smell gas to the intensity that I think I'm smelling gas, the whole house... What you should do is, like, um, get one of those old flame torches, like yes. that, and just wander around the house with that and just see <laughs> if there's any gas. That's the best test I've heard. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll know for sure then. <laughs> I will definitely know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Can you... Are you tasting burnt toast? Can you, you know, see bizarre colours out of a corner of your eyes? Well, again, I saw bizarre colours last night. Um, yeah. But no, no, it it hasn't always... So, like, for example, there's been a previous time before the gas days where I could <laughs> smell a kind of fart smell all the time. Oh, my goodness. And I kept, and I kept saying to Ali, I kept very, very ungentlemanly accusing Alice <laughs> of farting on a regular basis. Uh-huh. And she was just like, no, no. And I was just like, well, maybe have you shat yourself? Because it, like, I can, I can, it's all the time. I can smell it all the time. Because sometimes it's not just gas. Yeah. You know, it, you know, it wasn't technically a fart if it's if it's feces. I love the audacity of like having shat yourself, let's say, and for a week just going, no, no, I haven't, no I'm just gonna, walk, <laughs> no, I'm just gonna walk around um, in those same soiled trousers. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, you've nose, got you've got to have some nerve to do that. My you? nose didn't lie to me. Although it turned out, of course, that it was lying. Although, I, to be honest, I never truly got to the bottom. I only have her word on that. I know it, I haven't shat myself. Is it possible that Ali is gaslighting you? By which I literally. mean she literally has a gas lamp <laughs> under her what a, desk. What a prank that would be. Oh, she's just choosing a different smell each month. And she's just like kind of aromatherapy, but the opposite. It's like aromaterrorism. I don't know. Yeah. Like whatever you want to call it. Aroma, um, aroma terrory. Oh, the thing is, that's the, the thing end. is, you've said you've smelled gas, yeah, and you've smelled like fart, a farty, eggy kind of smell. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you sure your boiler's okay? Because <laughs> both those things could have come out of a boiler. Have, have you mm. ever smelled anything nice for a week? Um, not that I can remember. I think it's no, always that's... been it's always been bad. Yeah, that's it's a always... shame. It'd be I nice if it was like um, cream eggs or something. I had a gravy period where it kind of... That's kinda, a nice smell. I could kind depends of smell which, Depends which granules you get. Yeah, this was kind of a... Um, probably a bistro. No, nice. bisto. 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 Yeah. Bistro is something else. Yeah, bisto best. Two, t- two days ago, um, Lucy came into uh, the office where I work and um, I, as in my home office, as in the room that is my office, yeah. not the office. I, sure. I, understood, I understood that. We got and, it. She, and, she, and she said like, why does it smell like bread? in here see that was a weird one Phantom and then i left had you, had you had bread in there no but then i left the room and then i came back in i was like it does smell like bread in here oh, oh. okay well that's different because you both smell see that what's key about my thing is that ali never smells anything i think like... this says more about ali than it does about anyone else interesting i thought you were going to go the other way when i introduced this subject i thought you were going to blast me for it but i kind of like the fact that we're heading towards ali as the culprit here i like, I I like ali has it's, been... the only, it's the only rational explanation i think <laughs> i think ali's been psychologically torturing you for years. <laughs> yeah um, i can just imagine ali outside the door now with like a fan and like this the smell and just blowing it into the she's, room she's just got a color gas canister yeah. and a fan she's just broken the seal <sighs> this will show the fucker <laughs> Um, one thing I do find weird is like if if um, it's not quite the same, but it's like a weird little phenomenon. It's like when I'm cooking, so I made like a lovely stew the other day, like nice. a, de- a delicious, delicious stew. It was incredible. Mm. And then you eat the stew, you go, "That was nice." I mean, you move on with your life. 
And then later, I don't. I, I went upstairs to the bathroom, and it's like going up the stairs, can't smell anything. On the hallway, can't smell anything. Whenever we step into the bathroom, Uh-oh. you can smell what you've been cooking. Oh, because it's like... above the kitchen. Well, but I there's no. It's a solid floor. I think it's kind of like made its way up the stairs, and I I think like the air just kind of collects uh, in the bathroom. It's like a little smell trap. But it does persist. Yeah. Mm. What would make things easier? Is if you could see air. Yes, like in cartoons. Wouldn't that make things easier? Like in cartoons. And then you could identify where it's coming from. When a pie smells and they have those wafty lines. Yeah, exactly. And then the character smells it and then they travel along the lines to go back to the pie. That would be be useful, wouldn't it? I think so. I feel feel socially awkward enough because Gog sees me do it when I fart. You know, oh, like yeah. when 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 the sin gas escapes me, I know the gods watching, and I feel terrible. How much worse would you feel if a brown <laughs> cloud, like, actually just kind of came out of your body? I don't know. I feel like, but firstly, I think mine would be green, just just as a point of yeah. contention. And secondly, I think I'd be really fascinated because sometimes I'll fart under like the duvet, and then I'll immediately like close up the duvet to like hold it in because i don't want yeah. it to get out yeah i do that and then like seconds yeah and then seconds later i'll smell the fart i'll be like how did you how did you get out you pesky little yeah. fart how did you get out there i want to know say, you say like you know you instantly kind of like seal the duvet oh yeah and like what does stop just it the, floating just, away just like, to trap it you gotta to trap, trap it in it, there trap it in there because i don't have to smell it then ali will inevitably complain if i do a smelly fart um i don't know why well, you've, always got, you've always got that dilemma, haven't you? Because it's like, what do you do? Do you lie on your back and just drill it into the duvet? Because then it's going to persist. Like, it's going to stay longer. It's probably going to stay in the mattress forever. Like... Or do you Or do you try and aim it? And if you roll one way, your significant other's getting it. Yeah. If you roll the other, it's going out of the bed. Like, it's going like into the air. So it's probably going to circulate round. Exactly. And there's been times yeah. when I've needed a fart. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be quite a potent one. And I've got out of bed and I've run out onto the onto the landing and I farted out there and then I've run back into the room. And that's way worse because I've kicking up so much eddies and currents as I run back into the room that I drag the fart, kicking and yeah. screaming You're back into the room. On the way back through, yeah. It's like I have a fart caravan that I just drag directly into the bedroom. It's disgusting. But the pro- the problem with doing that is you're not leaving yourself enough of a buffer. Because yes. you're like, you'll run out of the room, you'll slam the door. And you'll you'll let rip righteously, and then you go, oh great, I'm safe to go back in. But that gas is thick, and yeah. it's gonna like travel from your ass, and it's probably caught in your clothes and everything. It's still it's still coming out of me, probably. Yeah. What you really want to do is you want to like run up and down the stairs a couple of times to like really just kind of um, disperse <laughs> it a bit. And Ali will be fart, none yeah. the, none the wiser. I think I think if I'm running up and down the stairs and farting, I am maximizing the chances of shitting myself. Like, yeah, to exactly. Such a degree. The best yeah. the best way to do a fart because I don't have a solid technique. The best way to do a fart <laughs> is to is the lowest percentage that you'll shit yourself. Yes, that's the basically. best kind. Yeah. I've been criticised heavily recently, and I've been I've been asked to stop eating couscous because of how bad my farts have been. That's true. Liz is, Liz is in the room, and she's looking at me laughing at the moment. So wait, couscous is your trigger? Yeah, so I eat lemon and coriander couscous regularly. Oh. Do you have uh, lemon and coriander you? farts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now I've been banned because it was having I've a serious banned. impact. You've been cancelled because of your horrible farts. And to, and to be fair, since I stopped, it's got much, much better. So. <laughs> So, you know, there's well, something in that. I tell you what, another good thing while we're on the subject of farts is the game Guess My Fart. 
I don't know if you've ever played this before, but if you know you've got a fart that's about to come, if you just go, guess my fart to your significant other, they have to make the noise that they think your fart is going to make. So I do, I I go, guess my fart. And Ali goes, I don't know. um, And then I just go, like that. I'm like, sorry, got it right. Sorry. But you can modulate it based on her answer. Oh, I'm not that good. Can you do that? No, but what, no, the thing is, no, like, that is a that's a skill if you can no, do that. But what yeah. I'm saying is clearly, as the person on this call with the tightest anus on a daily basis, it's sure. like I, I the social pressure. Like if I <laughs> not just that pressure either. No, <laughs> but it's like if there's a fart coming, I have to run to my special shame hut in the garden. Yeah. Well, that's you what know, that is. I stare at. I was, wonder, I was wondering what you built that for. That's I'd why you got the path st- as well. And I've got like a little picture of like Mother Mary. <laughs> Like on the wall and a rosary. <laughs> and I think about the evil that's escaping my body. Like that's if anybody, like if I was like going, oh, I'm feeling really, I'm, oh, I'm feeling quite chill, relaxed. My body's feeling good. Oh, got a little toot coming. Just going to let that, just going to let that go. If I hear like a floorboard creak next door, instantly, like the gates come down. It's like clang. It's like, no, not happening. I think this isn't very healthy, John. I think this is... Uh, no, this it's not a, healthy. It's a real is, problem. <laughs> this, seems, this doesn't seem like a way to live. This it's a like, real problem. I think we should have an intervention on, on John yeah. now about his I didn't. Parts. I didn't think this hate would go this way, if I'm honest, that we'd end up uh, staging an intervention for John. No, but it's, you know, when the time comes, the time comes. Yeah. You just got to oh, go you, with it. You know, you've got to be ready at any given moment, haven't you? Like, That's literally, like, you can tell, like, um, my, my farts range from, like, the supersonic, like, to the, to the uh, like, a pitch that even dogs can't hear. And that's when yeah. you know I'm stressed. You know, <laughs> average, average day, it's very much like a, you know, like a, a white, like a little, a little, and like the days that I, and I'm getting better because I'm learning to relax. But the yeah. days where I get like a real bass note, it's like a, it's like a barometer. You know that like, oh, John's, John's in a good frame of mind because that's a low, <laughs> that's low and slow. I'm gonna know, remember this. Yeah, low and slow is. It's good. like it's like when a new person arrives at the office and you let out a thunderous fart, <laughs> and everyone just goes to the new guy. No, no. That's, that's good. That's a huge. That compliment. means that means John's on good form today, Gary. It's a, Gary, you're welcome. Don't show fear. It's <laughs> yeah. a challenge. It's a dominance <laughs> display. It's so good. Like the 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 whole office is done out with like banners and everything. Like welcome, Gary. This is a new employee, and he yeah. walks into the office for the first time, and the whole bullpen. I presume it's a bullpen you work in. Completely silent, and then from the corner where John works. <laughs> and then there's silence and then everyone just cheers all as one it's like yes Gary is welcome yes Gary is one of us now <laughs> everyone starts lighting matches yeah and Nick in the corner's like no don't do it I can smell gas <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ali's there with her fan following it round <laughs> it's if it's if those smells start varying like I think when Ali's reign of terror and she's like downstairs right now rubbing like some lavender on all the walls just yeah. so she can deny when you yeah. come down and go, Can you smell Does it smell of lavender? Can you smell like lavender it is? Like, no, I don't You know what? That. There's a lot of truth to this theory actually that Ali's gaslighting me because for the longest time when I first knew her, I didn't really have a sense of smell. This used to be the one sense I didn't have because I was like permanently bunged up. And Ali convinced me to go to the doctor and I did, and it turned out that I had some issue that the doctor could sort out in my nose. And they Crayon. did. And um, and I gained a sense of smell. And it was like life changing for me. This was about, yeah. this was about, I don't know, maybe. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, seriously. Like nine or 10 years ago. Maybe, maybe a bit longer than that. This was her plan all along then, basically. 
But you see, the, the whole thing is, is that I'm discredited in her eyes because, <laughs> because I couldn't smell for the longest time. And so now it sounds like I'm just like trying to get attention. It's like, oh, I can smell things. It's like, yeah, whatever, Nick. Yeah, we've been smelling <laughs> things like our whole lives. I think we'd know if we could smell something, Nick. You're just it's still a novelty for you. This is this is basically you're basically talking like a daredevil scenario. So. Yeah. How how for how many did you have a sense of smell as a child? Like, did you lose it or did you never have it? Um, how would you? Know? I mean, I mean, when I, I was I, I was being a bit dramatic, I guess I could I could smell a little bit, but I was basically bunged up all the time, and you could tell from my voice I sounded like I had a cold all the time, and people would mention it when I talked to them. They'd be like, "Oh, do you have a cold?" And I'd be like, "No, this is just how I." No, sound. this is just my voice. This is just <laughs> me, for fuck's sake. And then it turned out that there was literally there was something wrong with my nose, and they could treat it, and they did. And I was like, almost overnight, I was like, oh my God, this is what you guys are like. It was like, it was like wearing glasses for me if you were short-sighted your whole life. That's what yeah. it was like. Was it suddenly like overwhelming? It was like you were suddenly painting with all the colours of the wind. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, you... Yeah, I could smell the neighbours. I was like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> but this is the thing. I maintain that actually now I have an incredible sense of smell. Because of mm. because of the contrast, I'm now able to filter through with my adult brain that had been previously denied any sort of training of, of what it is to understand and therefore kind of forget about the power of stench. I now have it thrust upon me in a new light. And maybe mine's better than everyone else's. And maybe the truth is actually that I can fucking smell gas because there's a genuine problem. Oh, no. You can <laughs> smell the passage of time. <laughs> um, here's a question for you. Are you aware on a daily basis of your own smell? My like own your, personal... Like, yeah, or do you reckon like your brain just edits out your own, your own aroma? Yeah, I worry about this. I think your brain... Because the truth is, if you smell some, the same thing too often, you stop being able to smell it anymore. It's the same with taste as well, isn't it? You taste too much of the same thing, you kind of can't taste it anymore. Because your taste buds and your smell buds or whatever get Your brain just up. gets bored, it doesn't... Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, so that would be the case for your own stench more than anything else. So in people's houses, you go into people's houses and they, they don't smell bad. They just smell, smell like that. different. Yeah. I don't so like you walk into that your own house and it smells of nothing. I don't you like that. You walk into other thought. people's house and you're like, oh, this house smells different. But that's fine. Yeah, that worries me. That kind of goes back to a previous... Unless it smells like gas. We had, a, <laughs> we had a previous hate where someone, I think it was Chris Ray, brought mm. up the fact that he hated air fresheners or something to that effect. Yeah, and I told ones. And I told you how I have a smellscape that I craft in my house. <laughs> and uh, and I think this is part partly why because I'm terrified that you'll come into my house and you'll smell my body. <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean I'm not I'm not too keen on that either. If I'm honest, <laughs> I think it's like I, I don't. Um, aside from like uh, I like a, a sure, I think it's like a sure for men. It's got a green tick on it. I don't know. I don't know what the flavor is. I, I, I it's not like I could tell you what axe deodorant I use. Like um, no, I could tell you. I could tell you what I use. Africa okay. by Lynx. I know. No, I wear. I wear Right Guard Fresh. Oh, and I also wear a Davidoff Adventure aftershave, the new fragrance for men. I here's a that's confession. What I wear. They, that's I have, what, if you if you're wondering, I have never bought, owned, or worn aftershave in my life ever. There's a there's a. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've initially bought that aftershave because you and McGregor advertised it on a motorbike. <laughs> I've just been watching Long Way Down. So You're thought, so oh, impressionable. I was, I was. They advertised to me, and it worked. And it did work. People have just bought me bottles of it ever since. So oh, I, well, uh, I'm like you, Nick. I, I, I don't wear. 
I, I don't wear aftershave. Uh, I don't I don't apply any scent beyond uh, that uh, roll-on deodorant that I use. And but I have owned a bottle of aftershave, which my parents got me when I came of age. It was like you're a man now. You're a man now, son. Here's here's this aftershave, and that lasted me like forever because I just I, I didn't see the point of it. I was like, where where'd you put it? Like the thing is, when it? I when I smell a man who is wearing aftershave. I do often think like, oh, that's that's quite nice. I've it's kind a nice of smell. It's kind of comforting. And I kind of sometimes it does occur to me, it's like, maybe I should do this sort of thing. But it's just another thing in a long list of ways I should look after myself and I just don't <laughs> do anything. <laughs> just don't There's do times anything. when like um one of my big luxuries in life is of a weekend when I've got like a DIY project and I'll roll out of bed and I won't I won't get out of my pajamas or get changed until like 5 p.m. Like I'm like, I'm going to get dirty anyway. I'm going to work in my pajamas. So I'll, I'll just spend the entire day. And I've done this. I've spent the entire day cutting, sawing, hammering, sweating, okay. covered in dust and grime. And there comes a point where I can't smell myself, can't smell myself, can't smell stuff. Oh, there it is. So, so, ah. there, there it is. And then it's overpowering. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh my God. Is is this what I smell like all the time? So what you're I've saying I've suddenly is, only noticed it. What you're saying is there's a personal smell threshold, yeah, which which be. even even our brains that have de- are designed to filter out our own stench. If we cross that threshold, our brain just goes, "Sorry, dude, this is so fucking bad. You need to know about it." Yeah. Oh God, yeah, like it's it's vile. Like I don't yeah. know what happened. Like maybe <laughs> like maybe your bo- your body starts kind of suddenly producing a new chemical once you hit a certain point. But my God. I was like, oh, God, do, is this me? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, it oh, is. Oh, no. Oh, God. I can't blame this on Chris Ray like normal. No, yeah, he's not even in the house. <laughs> now, I, I know I don't talk about Peru very often, but I did go to Peru once, oh, many a year ago. You have talked about Peru before. And I wore the same pair of shoes for four weeks. That's not unusual. Uh, but something uh, obscene and blasphemous happened in those shoes where they went from smelling... To because because I just wore them every day to physically burning your eyes oh my God. when you stuck your head in it to like you know Delight. to the point where I'm like guys there's something wrong with my shoes and everyone kind of looking at them <laughs> and like honest to God like there's your eyes would scientifically wrong with my shoes yeah like some your eyes would would like water like they oh they would actually God. kind of like sting and apparently this is a thing that can happen the uric acid. In my sweat, oh, I'd God. built up to the point where it had basically become acidic. Like it was, like like it smelt like a chemical toilet. It was astonishing. Wow. Well, I'm glad that I'm sure what the threshold in life that is really strange. enjoying that. <laughs> Weirdly, my dad my dad found those shoes like in his garage like the other day. Do they still and he smell? said he said like I soaked them in Dettol, and um, you can have them back now. They smell fine. And I was like, oh, these old, I mean, they do smell fine. These old shoes, I've had them, I haven't worn them in years. Let's go on a walk. I'll get them out of the car, get them out of the car. And they instantly disintegrated. Yeah, I was going like, to say, surely <laughs> they're, really? they're not going to last. Yeah, yeah, they just ripped apart. It was horrendous. Oh my God. Well, there we go. Could... We've had a nice chat about stinks. You got hate. Ray? Yeah, yeah, sure. You, Why not? Yeah. yeah. I'm you being kind. You last, do you? Well, I don't mind. I can, I can, I can no, go I'll now. Do it. He's, he's got some okay. solid gold waiting for last place. Yeah, I think he's got a good one. I think he no, 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 it's not that good. No, it's got uh, a doozy. You know when you're asleep, right? Yeah, right. And, well, and then when you wake up, right? Yeah. 
but and you sort of you you're sort of all groggy and then you wake up and you sort of think, oh, I think I was dreaming, but I'm not entirely sure. Yes. Yeah. That is my hate. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. When you wake <laughs> up and you're like, that. you're like, in my dream, I got a really good present, or I, something really cool happened. Yeah. And you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And you don't have, you don't have that thing anymore. Yeah. And it's just awful. I know. I get. Yeah, I totally get this. A hundred percent. Like, I, like you have the dreams where you're in a maths exam and you've not studied any of the maths. I still have that dream. Do you? And you don't. It's just like, oh my god, all the numbers are falling out of my head. <laughs> but that that you know on some level, even while you're dreaming, it is a dream. So that's fine. But it's when you in your dream something really great happens, like I don't know, Gillingham are playing in the Premier League, let's say, or I get a really cool thing for Christmas or something like that. <laughs> and then you wake up and you just think, oh for fuck's sake, that didn't actually happen, did it? Wait, oh, so, so it's, you... it's more the realization that what you dreamt about. Isn't it didn't real. happen unless, but there's obviously a, oh, a bit of give and okay. take in that because I've had dreams that Liz has just left me out of pure frustration, and I've woken up and I've been like, oh thank God, oh thank you, <laughs> oh she's my still God. she's still here for now, <laughs> she's still here. I I completely I completely misunderstood your 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 hate here because I yeah, I so thought because as a kid you're like. Oh, what a fun day at school. I'm going to go to sleep where I'm a superhero and I'm going to yeah, go on no, adventures yeah, yeah. with my magical friend D- Tumbo the elephant or something. Yeah. Tumbo. I know it's it's something that could feasibly happen in life. It's not yeah, like yeah, supernatural but, or anything. No, but that's my point. It's like as a kid, every night was a was a like a, a magical wonderland of adventure. And now I go to bed and I know I've dreamt. I have the the sensation of having dreamt and I wake up and I can't remember a single thing. Yeah. <laughs> The thing that brought this on, it was because the other night, uh, about three, three, it was 3.25 in the morning, because I looked at my phone, um, one of our recycling bins blew over. <gasps> and it was making, because mostly our recycling is beer cans, let's be honest. <laughs> it was making a hell of a racket. And I was just like, that's going to wake the neighbours up. It's already woken me up. I'm going to go out there and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clean this up. Yeah. So I went outside the front at half three in the morning and I picked all these things up. And I was still half asleep. And I picked all these things. I put them in the recycling, put the recycling in the front door. And I woke up, let's say, five hours later. And I just went, that must have been a dream. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> and then Liz, though, Liz went, no, yeah, you got up. You went out in your pajamas. And what? you picked up all the recycling and put it in the bin at half three in the morning and came back to bed. And I didn't really remember doing it. So this, is yet, this is yet a third situation that you're yeah, describing. Yeah, it's completely different. The, the whole hate is... I'm, <laughs> when you wake up and you're not sure if you've been dreaming or not, effectively. Ah, right. So you wake up and you think, oh God, did that happen or did this not happen or what? It's that, it's that confusion when you wake up about whether or not you've been dreaming. Yes, yes. I've had that's dreams, what got me thinking about it. I've had dreams where I've spent the whole night dreaming of a, of a really, what I think in the dream is, a really cool idea for like a yeah. new comic or something <laughs> to draw. And then I'll wake up in the morning and I will either forget it, which is the worst thing. I dream and it's like, I know yeah. I had this great idea and it's gone. Or I do remember it and it is hot garbage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the dream at the time, you think, oh, my God, I'm going to yeah. be world famous. Yeah. Or I'm actually becoming world famous in the dream. It's like yeah. this story. I... This story is so good that the world is bending over <laughs> to, to me. Like, it's I, the I, thing I, on The Simpsons, I, isn't it? Where it's like... Uh... Oh, can I just get a look at the... They, they've got an invention in their hand. Oh, yeah. Like, can I just, oh, can can I just, I just get just... a quick look at that? Oh, why would you need to see it? You're the genius who invented the product in question. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't quite see it, and then he eventually wakes up. The thing is, like, I, I consider myself a a, a you know, vaguely creative person, 
And yet, I don't have dreams. Like, you're going like, oh, man, what a shame. I don't man, have any shame. dreams. No, but you go like, oh, man, what a shame that that was only a dream. You know, or, oh, I had an amazing creative idea. Literally, every time I wake up, I'm like, thank God it was only a dream. Because in, in my dreams, <laughs> oh, like, no, yeah. in my dreams, it will be like, oh, as you say, like, it's a maths exam and I haven't studied. Oh, this is terrible. And then I'll wake up and it'll be like, oh, don't worry, silly. That was only a dream. But you are guilty of murder, yeah. and I'll be like, no, and I'll have like this like really like in depth series of events where I'm like, that was a fun adventure, but you are still guilty of that murder, and you are due in court in a couple of weeks. And I'll honestly <laughs> just like, literally like from this crazy mess of interlocking dreams, I will wake up and go, oh my god, and like like thank God it was it's not real, like it's not real. But you I'm have that. Like, but you have that second. You must have that split second when you wake up where you think, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, like but I'm, you, I am going to prison. Yeah, but you get yes, but you get disappointed. I'm grateful. Like every morning, <laughs> I fall to my knees, like crying that, in joy because that split second where you're not sure—that's the bit. Like you just can't figure out if that's happened or not, and you're just like, "Oh my god, I'm just in such a state of confusion that like, that literally could have just happened, and I've been inceptioned, <laughs> like, you, like you had been, or I've not got that television anymore." <laughs> There's no in between. Ever- do you, I used to I used to get a dream all the time where something like really weird and specific would happen. You know, mm. like um, oh, it's a dream where oh, I don't know, the house has no doors. You know, all the doors are missing. Sure. Okay. And like just as an example, but in the dream, I believe with absolute certainty that I've had this dream before. Like this, I know yeah. I'm dreaming. Yes. This is a recurring dream. I get the door dream all the time. Yeah. Okay. But you've never. And then I wake. You wake up and you've never had it before. Yeah. Yeah. You wake up and you go, oh, another door dream. Hang on a minute. Wait, I've I'm never not, had that yeah. dream before. That's nonsense. But in yeah. the dream, you have had that dream before. Yes. Yeah. yeah thank that. you. I've oh, that's that. cool. Good. That's that. interesting. Definitely, I've had that. Yeah. Maybe it's something to do with our upbringing. It sounds kind of familiar, actually. Like I don't know if I've ever spec- like specifically thought that I've had that, but it does. When you were describing it, there was a sense of, yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah, maybe. I have, I have the dream where I fall off the doorstep a lot. Oh, and, and you jolt. And, and you feel your body just jolt like that. Yeah. And then yeah. you wake up like, Ugh. And then you're I like, usually, oh, God, I've I just fallen off get the doorstep. Those, I usually get those when I'm, like, dozing off. I'm not quite asleep yet. Yeah. And I'm still half awake. And I'll, I'll, my brain will just be, like, walking down a woodland trail. And I'll trip over a log. And I'll be like, bah! And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, but that's, that's, that's science, baby. Like, because you're you're more likely to get get it when you're falling asleep, oh, and really? you're more likely to get, um, yeah, falling and auditory hallucinations are more likely when you're falling asleep. Huh. I've had times when I'm about to drift off, and I could swear that I've heard someone go, "John," and I go, like, yeah. and I'll like wake up. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Thing is, Liz and I have because Liz sort of tends to fall asleep before I do. She'll deny it. Which she is doing at the moment. She tends to fall asleep like before I do, and then she'll sort of half wake up, and we'll have a full conversation, a full conversation about oh, like the other day, for example, she had her head fully on my pillow, and I said, "Your head's Monstrous. on my pillow," and she was like, "No, it's not," and it was literally on it as she said that, and I was like, "It is. It's there now." No, it isn't. And she was like, "No, it isn't." I was just... like, "It's there. It's." I'm looking this is happening right now and then she woke up the following day and i was like do you remember what happened last night she's like happened last night do you remember the incident i don't, I don't know what you're talking about now she's yeah. either a very good liar or she doesn't remember or she's yeah. gaslighting you or she's gaslighting me 
with the she's Lucy... got the fan with the gas outside. Exactly. Lucy does that all the time. Yeah, yeah. we have conversations, you know, because she's like woken up in the night and then she doesn't remember it yeah. at all. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. We have well, like. I remember Lucy being quite a dozy sort of person when she's getting to when she's getting to night night time when we used to live with you <laughs> and we're sat on the sofa. Lucy would always be the first to to nod off. Has <laughs> a, a Lucy kicked your ass in your sleep before? Yeah, yes. like uh, Lucy shattered my pelvis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't I, need we... a pelvis. No, no, I think I do. I mean, my, my therapist says it's important, but yeah. um, oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, you just you know, kind of chilling in chilling in bed. You know, we're both asleep, and then. I just hear from the side of the bed, sure you can, and just this, <laughs> and her fist is ablaze, and this rising, fiery kneecap goes up into my ass like, with such force. <laughs> oh, it's, it's really good that she she announced her attack though. That is good. And then, and then she like just like rolls over and goes back to sleep, and I'm like wide awake, going, like, "What just that? happened?" Jesus. And then I, I kind of like you know. <laughs> Like stifle, stifle my tears, and like you know, kind of go try and go back to sleep, you know. Uh, and then she just wake up a few minutes later and go, "Did did I just did I just hit you?" It's like, no, oh, dear, yeah. you didn't. <laughs> no, 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 don't hit me again. So it's, okay. it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. But it's that like she on some level she she thought she'd either dreamt it or it did, or it yeah. did happen. She didn't know. It's that split second moment where you don't know what's real How? and what isn't, and it's very disorientating. How many times have you or your significant other mm. uh, fallen asleep on an arm, your yeah. arm, yeah. made it go completely dead to the point yeah. you can't feel it anymore, rolled over, and then slapped them in the face with it? Because... <laughs> okay. I've never, that's, that's, that's never happened. Specifically not that has ever happened, no. A couple I've of times when, my... we, when we first started um, going out, Liz did elbow me in the face. I mean, you we probably had asleep. it coming, to be honest. And I, I probably deserved it, frankly. Um, but, they, but we sort of got into our sleeping groove after that. But yeah, I remember, times that happened. I remember having a dream once uh, that I was being repeatedly stabbed in the leg by Alice. <laughs> like, and the, and the dream was that we were in bed. Everything was exactly the same as reality actually was, except Ali was just at the foot of the bed with a knife, just repeatedly stabbing it into my like Brilliant. calf muscle. And then I woke up. And I was in immense pain because I was actually like, oh, oh, what is it when you get cramp? That's it. Yeah. I was getting horrible cramp in my leg. Um, my brain had taken that into the dream and turned it into <laughs> Alice stabbing me. <laughs> oh, God. So that's nice. <laughs> it is. I'm starting to worry about Ali. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think your subconscious is telling you something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Oh, God. Do you ever get... I do feel sad in a way. I feel like as a kid, dreaming was like this magical time. And I now... Love... The thing is, this will sound, make me sound incredibly lazy. I love yeah. sleeping. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's... it's I a, really it's... don't. I like I like going to sleep. It's fun. Okay. Okay. Here's a question for you then, Chris Ray. Yeah. If that is your real name. No. Um, I think we all know it isn't. If there was such a thing as a pill that meant that you didn't have to sleep... And there were no signs. Oh effects. yeah, yeah. If it, if I didn't have to, I wouldn't. But the right. actual, I think, knowing that I have to, I enjoy the act of it. Sure. I do. Sure. I do wonder about this. Like, if you didn't sleep, I've been thinking about this in relation to like drinking. It'd be like, oh, we had a great night out. You know, we're kind of like we're drunk, but we're not wasted. Mm. You know, mm. four five pints had a lovely time. You know, hey guys, thanks for coming. It was great seeing you. Being a little tipsy, gonna go home. 
if you didn't sleep, <laughs> go home. And you'd sit. basically just get home and go. Well, fuck. That's the next eight hours gone. I yeah. can't. I can't. I can't do shit. Like I can't sleep. I. I, I can't work. I'm just gonna sit here. It would be so sobering. Like the whole. Yeah, of society, and gradually get sober. The whole of society and everything would be totally different because it probably wouldn't just be that we just have that time. We'd probably work way longer hours or something horrible like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the government would right. take advantage of that, wouldn't they? It forms some sort of like bookmark in your life, doesn't it? It's like, oh, I go to sleep and then a new day starts afterwards. You wouldn't have that anymore. Um, yeah. But the amount of time we'd have, oh my God, the amount of stuff I could do. I feel like I'd be slightly more productive. So, I, but only slightly. I do in, yeah. I'm a weird one. Like, I, I, I would, I would, uh, I don't resent sleep, but I, do. I wish I could enjoy it a little more. Like I'm, I'm very much like, I, I, the time when I'm meant to be falling asleep, my brain is going over everything that happened in the day. Oh yeah, and yeah, already, I get that. and already processing everything that's gonna happen tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a very early riser because I'm always like, shit, gotta, <laughs> you know, gotta, gotta do something. Yeah, Fuck! like the idea that you just wake up, shit. <laughs> it's not that far off. Like I'm getting better. I, I'm, I'm much better like than I was. When a vampire comes up right in his coffin, except it's you just going, shit. <laughs> except a vampire goes up 90 degrees. I go 180. Yeah, face right plan. onto your face. <laughs> shit. Ah! Shit. Boom. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I've got hate. hate go me. on. Save us. I hate. Happy anthropomorphic food. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's it's a common trope in advertising that if you're selling, I don't know, uh, wheaty wheaty flakes, wheaty you know, flakes. Oh, I yeah. love wheaty flakes. Some genius in the marketing department will put. Two googly eyes and a face on a wheaty flake. Put a face on it. Put a put a face on yeah. it. Yeah. Put a face and on it. And that will be your corporate mascot. You're gonna have wheaty, but wheaty flake, you know, and he'll have adventures. And he's a piece of food. Mm. And he's happy about it. And he's going to get eaten. It's and even very if he strange. isn't eaten, his body is going to fall apart and decay because he's made of bran. Yeah. rather than meat. It's really interesting you bring this up because actually in my list of potential hates, I have had, for the longest time, I have had um, Chef Porky written <laughs> in my... <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is what I... No, honestly, like, this has been on my list since the early 20s, I feel. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's because... about as long as Chef Porky's been on mine. I was about to bring, yeah, and I've because... never had the courage to bring <laughs> no, him up. I'm glad, I'm glad one of us finally <laughs> had the balls to say it. It's because he'll come for us. When you leave our local supermarket and you're waiting at at the traffic light, it's outside Wix. <laughs> it's outside <laughs> fucking permanently, Wix. Permanently parked in the car park for Wix <laughs> is a food stall. Called Chef Porky, <laughs> and while I wait for the traffic lights for the last <laughs> ten years, <laughs> as long as I've been in Cheltenham, there is a cartoon pig with a chef's hat on, 
smiling at me. With the biggest <laughs> grin you'll ever <laughs> see. The biggest <laughs> sh- shitting grin. <laughs> Giving me a thumbs up. <laughs> Selling pork. Their thing, their primary export from that caravan that is permanently fused to that car park, their primary product is bacon rolls. And there's Chef Porky with his fucking grin and he's holding a knife. I think he's holding, he's holding a, knife. a knife. And he's got a chef's so hat on. Savage. And he's Absolutely like, I'm going to... I'm going to seppuku myself for you right now. And I'm going to serve up some of my prime belly meat for your fucking bap. I'm going to do it. It's so dark. It's it's appalling. The creative journey (laughs) that somebody went on to bring us. (laughs) Chef Porky. He's so happy. I'm We're so glad you knew exactly. I don't, I've just googled it just in case, and there's no, there's no, no. Google entry. Oh no, no, there's no, there's no evidence of this. Crime. I'll get, I'll get, get a pic. I'll get a pic next time we're in front of it, which we will be because it's outside Tesco's. As John when said. you're leaving Tesco's and you're at the traffic lights, it is opposite you. you I think it, miss it every time. Every time I'm at that junction, I and he hasn't up. moved. He hasn't, he hasn't moved. moved in like no. a decade. So no. business must be great. <laughs> Those bacon rolls. Must Those be bacon selling. rolls. Fucking hell. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's like these these mascots are so mm. joyful in advertising their own flesh to be eaten by us. And you're right when you say it's dark. But what I don't understand is why no one else or the majority of people must not really think this way. Because otherwise, marketing like bottom feeders wouldn't be like, chuck a face on it, bitches. You know, that wouldn't be happening because it wouldn't actually have any <laughs> merit. But obviously everyone is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call a pig selling bacon rolls. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. What? I would imagine that would put the children off. Yeah, like, you think so? Oh, mummy, I don't want to eat Porky today. I don't Thank want to you. Eat he looks so happy chef. to be just alive. Absolutely, I agree. Isn't it meant to? But it's probably meant to. Because like, no, no adult presumably is going to go. Well, I was, I wasn't certain about this kind of um, this white box on the side of a motorway, but. When I saw the smiling pig painted on the side, I was yeah. like, oh, I bet that pork's good. That pork's happy. That's like, the crazy thing, isn't it? Is that from first glance, if it was <clears> anything else, if it was, say, uh, a chef man who just had a chef's hat on and an apron or whatever, you wouldn't know what this caravan sells. But because it's a pig, you immediately know, oh, cool, they have probably sausages and bacon. But how fucking messed up is that? Yeah. So, like, not only is, is, um, is it, like, you know communicating to you instantly what it is that they sell but in the form of the animal you kill to eat it like what what craziness is this i feel this way about you know like because easter's coming up there's always at easter there's a lot of chocolate rabbits and chocolate chicks and things like that and they're they look cute and everything but they're made of chocolate and i think Mm. god i feel just i feel awful eating this to a degree (laughs) it's like I've, i've bitten this rabbit's head off yeah for my own kicks because, but yeah. it looks cute, and it just... Why would a kid eat, want to eat a cute little well, rabbit fun time? John likes jelly babies, so let's talk about that. Yeah. I mean, what the hell is wrong with you, John? <laughs> well, I mean, that's just part of my ongoing efforts to um, address the population crisis. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but... The jelly population crisis. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I feel like humanity's got it coming, though. Like, I feel like we've brought this on ourselves, but if you're going to... When we're the ones serving those delicious pork products, I feel mm. there's something particularly dark about us taking a likeness of our prey yeah. and making it look delighted to be slaughtered. Yeah, does that this make is true. does that make 
uh, Chef Porky some kind of um, traitor? Like, is he like? Did he side with the humans to allow to save himself? Yeah, he's serving up his brothers. He's a flesh traitor. I think that's the narrative we have to go with at this point. <laughs> that's the narrative they want me to go on. Like, yeah. that's the journey they're leading me. This on. is the thing. Chef, is it Chef Porky can... chose the right side. It's time you did as well. They can claim. <laughs> <laughs> they can claim that we're overthinking it as much as they like. But the truth is, is that how can they introduce this concept and not expect us to piece the narrative together? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like, if you're going to spend money on creating a mascot with a knife that is advertising its own like destruction via knife and feeding to us, if you're, if you're going to do that, I'm going to put those, I'm going to join those dots. I'm going to like... How much? How human? much do you think they spent on designing Chef Porky? I mean, it's, not much money. Not, a, not from the look. I mean, do you think it was like a think tank came up with him, and it cost like one point five billion to like come up with the concept? <laughs> I mean, maybe it was like some smaller project from the um, pork board or something yeah, like that. We were like, I love the pork gentle- board, gentlemen. We've got, we've got, we've got an image issue. We need to turn this around. Everyone, everyone's just got photos of dead animals on the sides of their vans. We need something cutesier. It's so common, though. Like it's so. Like take for example, beef eater, right? Beef eater. Mm. Uh, the it's a for those who don't know in the UK, it's a chain of restaurants. Uh, they're kind of like bistroy, kind of like pub, um, kind of pub food kind of places, but they're actually a chain now. If you like, like your food, kind of bad. Yeah. If you, like, if you like really flat, bland food. food. <laughs> if you like beige food that comes coated in something can i say in case in case anyone thinks of being a snob throughout (laughs) my childhood beefy scampi and chips with peas was like the finest meal i could imagine oh yeah i live for that shit yeah yeah but beef eater beef eaters are a reference to is it like the queen's guard or something but basically there's there's a royal guard that yeah, they dresses... look after the Tower of London. They're, they're, that's right. London, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're, for some reason, they're called Beef Eaters. I don't know why. But that used to be their logo. But recently, they changed it. And they've got a really, really modern, stylish logo, which is our cow. It's just a cow. That's weird. So they've done it as well. Like, they've probably spent, like, I would have probably said probably a million or so on yeah. that rebrand. And it's a really stylish logo. It's way better than Chef Porky. Make Chef Porky look like a fucking <laughs> I, w- I won't have it. <laughs> I won't. I won't have it. <laughs> but like, this is a, a nice, clean vector illustration that would have an artist designed. But mm. the bottom line is, sir, that it's a cow. That that's what you yes. eat there. It's beef. But a lot of br- big brands are guilty of this. Like Guinness, for example. I may have brought this up before. Guinness just changed the font. It's exactly the same logo with a bit oh, yeah. more shading on the harp and a different font. And that's the big, big rebrand. And that probably must have cost millions. Oh, yeah, sure. And that'll be 15 million, sir. It's mental. <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah. Jesus. So I think Beef Eater have fallen into that trap by getting that's someone true. to draw them a cow. <laughs> yeah. But that's the journey they went on where they were like, nobody knows what a Beef Eater one word is. Well, I would, I've, average... I've actually got, because I went to the Tower of London about a year ago before all this shit happened. Mm. And I got a beef eater key ring. I think beef eaters are cool. Yeah, I'd rather have a cartoon beef eater as the logo than a cow. But 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 you're a man of refined cultural tastes, as, as we've proven over yes. eighty-one episodes. Well, I was sure. about to say that. But John Q. Pork eating public, public is going to look yeah. at that and go, 
What's that? I don't know. I don't know what a beefier is. Wow. Is this someone who eats beef? But here's the thing: was it ever affecting their business negatively? That no apparently one so. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you reckon they got a cease and desist from the Tower of London? <laughs> Stop using our likeness. Stop we don't... using the beef eater uniform. We're, we're actually all vegetarians, you shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're all actually beef eaters. Are all actually former um, forces people who live at oh, the Tower right. of London. And there's apparently there's lots of different theories about how they got their nicknames. One of them is that they just ate a lot of beef. <laughs> um, there's, there's other ones, which I can't remember what he said. Now. Good God. There was a kid, how, how, uh, when I was at primary school, there was a kid on, uh, in the playground who used to eat beef hula hoops every day. And we called him Beef Man. Brilliant. So maybe, maybe it's a bit used like to that. Eat, used to eat what, sorry, every day? Beef flavoured hula hoops every day for lunch or for break. I can't remember. But um, he smelled of beef hula hoops, so oh. we called him Beef Man. Brilliant. And that kind Wait, of ties nicely back into stuff. our into our stench conversation we had earlier because he definitely had a stench. He had a he smelt like beef hula hoops all the time. The thing is though, thing is though, did he actually smell of beef, or were you having one of your weird? Yeah, Nick, Nick was having. <laughs> no, Ali, Ali no. was there. Ali was no, there with a back fan. Then, no, Ali listen, was there with a listen. fan and a bag of hula hoops in front no, of because, Nick's face. No, no, no. Listen, because back then I didn't have a sense of smell. Uh... You see, that was before the good times came. So don't give me that shit. <laughs> <laughs> give me that shit <laughs> I guess well, the weird thing is just going back to Chef Porky for a minute is I kind of assume that Chef Porky is delighted as his brethren kind of are loaded onto a conveyor belt and packed into you know his furnace but <laughs> I've only ever seen him from across the road and he looks happy like if I see him up close are his eyes a little bloodshot yeah. and is he kind of like yeah, it's like, back it's like one of those, like, what they call lithographic prints, where when you look at it from a slightly different <laughs> angle, it changes. And when you get close to Chef Porky, it changes to him, like, crying. <laughs> 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 Is that better or worse, though? Because <laughs> I'm saying that I'm, I'm, if, I, if I see a, a, like a little trailer by the side of a motorway that's serving pork, and there's a smiling pig <laughs> delighted to be holding a knife, would you rather go there? Oh, my God. Or go to the the booth right he's got a pig in a chef's hat weeping openly <laughs> right is, if is... you're asking me as i am right now sitting here i would go to the yes. one that's weeping because that's funnier right but here's the thing <laughs> but I... a kid would want to go to the smiley one i genuinely think we should do a psychological exper- ex- experiment here Good. because this is fascinating what if one picture was a smiling happy pig and the other one was a crying pig with a knife stuck in its belly yeah <laughs> And it's like which and they and they looked internally exactly the same. Yeah. What, would you, what do people go for? Ex- you know, because I think I mean, here's here's the honest answer for me. If the smiling pig had a bigger queue, I would go to the mur- self murdering pig. Yeah, that that's for, that's the smart choice. Exactly, because you know, uh, I need my said, pork, yeah. as we all know. Nicky needs his pork. <laughs> I think, and maybe if he's crying into the into the pork, it will be nice and like juicy Salty. and cut. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. This is horrible. I was in a corn shop earlier and while I was paying for my beer and at eye level there was some off-brand um, pork scratchings. I don't oh, know yeah. how long they've been there. There's no way of knowing. They yeah. last forever. It, it, it had pork like a blue genie. <laughs> its logo was a blue genie. Not that genie. No. A different blue genie. A legally distinct genie. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Selling these horrible kind of like curled toenail things. I've no God knows how long they've been there. It was horrifying. Mm. I do think though, there's there's a certain boldness to having your character mascot 
not be the food in question. And amazingly, this actually does lead me onto my love, if you don't Brilliant. mind. Me, it, like, is, oh, here we go. Like, like, scripted this show. Yeah, it actually genuinely feels like for the first time ever, we've had some real like connective tissue between all of our <laughs> stuff, right? Because my love is ricicles. I, <laughs> Good I fucking, stuff. I fucking Good love stuff. ricicles. And part Wait. of the reason, part of the reason I love them is because of Captain Rick. See, Wait. see, what's the difference between ricicles and rice krispies? They are sugar coated. Because oh. <laughs> somebody Obviously. ate a bowl of rice krispies and was like, "God damn it, these aren't sweet enough." This isn't enough. <laughs> well, not, the... It's not enough sugar on this cereal. Here's here's the thing because they they've been cancelled. <laughs> what <laughs> ricicles are gone? And this isn't actually that new a news. I what found did this... you do? I know. I found this out recently, but it's actually a few years ago that ricicles got. Uh, suspended it's not suspended what's the word when a food gets cancelled discontinued um, discontinued because it was barely it was barely legal is what you're yeah, saying yeah exactly like it doesn't it doesn't match up to modern food regulations at all but but i absolutely loved them and i really really liked captain rick who was the mascot on the front of the box and for those that don't know he was a spaceman and in his universe oh, yeah. in the universe of ricicles the ricicles themselves were like space meteor kind of asteroids and he would like fly around in his little ship, which was sometimes on the back of the box. And he would collect ricicles and deliver them to boxes for us to eat. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like as a kid, if you had like, or, you know, you get like the, the, Kellogg's, the Kellogg's variety pack. Yes. And you'd have like eight, eight different cereals. Yeah. I don't think, I'd, I can't think of a single kid growing up who would pick ricicles. They were what? like... No, they were they, really, the... they were really good. They were the Frosties. They were what Frosties were to, to cornflakes. Yeah, but my point is, I feel like the <laughs> Ricicles kid is the one eating glue in the corner. Sure, like, sure. Yeah. When you think about all the Kellogg's mascots, not just Captain Ricicle or whatever his name was. Uh, Captain Rick. Oh, Captain Rick, that's it. <laughs> I mean, that was some balls out marketing, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Tony the fucking tiger. Wait, what the hell is that? This is what I'm saying. Though. It doesn't it relate like, to the Frosties in any way. No, they didn't just get a Frosty and put a face on it, which is lazy marketing. They were like, no, you know what's going to sell some Frosted Flakes? A fucking tiger. If Nick turned up to a pitch now, having designed Tony the Tiger for for that brand of cereal, Frosties. <laughs> They'd laugh me out of court. They would say, oh, I don't know, Nick. It's a bit derivative. Yeah. They would, a, they would, they would not want you there. It's not bit, really seeing the connection here. It's a bit yeah. weird. What what's what's the tiger got to do with what's the tiger got to do with cereal? Nothing. Okay, okay, okay. Hang on, let's break it down for a sec. Okay, uh, cereal, Rice Krispies. Who are the mascots? Snap, crackle, Snap, and, crackle pop. and pop. Everyone okay. remembers. Everyone remembers. Uh, Frosties. You've Tony, got Tony, Tony the, the Tiger. tiger. Uh, Cheerios. Oh, is that B? Uh, they it? have it's a B. No, Honey, no Honey Loops has the B. Oh, uh, that's the B. Cheerios doesn't oh, did, have a mascot. Does think. it not? Oh, Honey Loops. That's maybe what I'm thinking of. That B, that B, he, that was, B. he, was, a, he, he was a 2D cartoon B in our childhood. He's back and he's three-dimensional oh, now. You're kidding me. No, well, he has a dance and everything. Let's not forget Coco Pops either with the monkey. With in the fact, monkey. Coco Pops has a whole cast of characters. Yeah. Because yeah. they've got the evil crocodile who always wants the Coco Pops. Tony the Tiger doesn't have anything like that. No, Tony the Tiger's just like happy, like all the time. Yeah, but he's only wearing a neckerchief. Someone just went, oh, what should our mascot for this new cereal Frosties be? Oh, I don't know, fucking tiger. And then they just went, yeah, all right then. Dude, (laughs) cornflakes, like cornflakes. Cockerel, hasn't it? The, yeah. yeah, but he's not. He's not a mascot. That's, that, he's just a symbol. That I accept that in the respect that he uh, cockerel is associated with waking up and breakfast. 
He is a mascot. Yeah. That that is more sort of a self-contained in the, thing. In the great in the pantheon of the like pantheon. Kellogg's cereals. Yeah. I like, like I like that. The pantheon. The, if I, like I if I woke up and a tiger was there, I'd want to I would <laughs> I would bloody hope I was dreaming. Yeah. Oh, Hello. connect it back. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi. Are you ready for some cereal? I hope, I hope your sleep God. was good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, I'm Tony. They're he wouldn't, he wouldn't great. Get, he wouldn't get a third of the way through that sentence before I smashed the lamp over his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't. Honesty is a powerful thing on this podcast. <laughs> Mascot murder. He's a serial killer. Oh, um... <laughs> is it like... Um, um, like the Judeo-Christian god, like the ke- the cockerel of of the the Kellogg's cockerel is, is like he's 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 the head of this divine pantheon, but he's like removed from it. He's looking yes. down. He's but a symbol, and then he's just like disapprovingly looking down on his dark children. But then, like Tony the Tiger is like the sort of Thor equivalent, like you know, <laughs> sort of a, quite quite a remembered preeminent kind of god, but also kind of like a bit like what though. <laughs> Do you remember, like growing up, though, we clearly, as children, we 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 grew up in a dark age of marketing when <laughs> the regulations hadn't caught up with what these companies could do because it was always like, you know, eat Frosties, they're great because they're packed with vitamins and uh, and minerals, and you'd always have these adverts which were like children getting ready to do like sports day at school. And it's for high jump, and then Tony the Tiger would turn up and go, "It's great," and he'd have like. Um, <laughs> So why do, why do you eat a bowl of Frosties to get the energy you need? Oh, I, I, I don't know, Tony. I mean, like, I've, I ate like a banana earlier. And I, isn't there like 300 grams of sugar in every bowl? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut it's up. Good, <laughs> it's good for your bones. I like the idea, I like the idea Shut now the that fuck up, the tiger is trying to rationalize the children. Yeah. <laughs> get the children dancing to his tune. <laughs> Frosties lets you jump higher. Can you say that? That's yeah. really unwarranted. That, Shut like, up! Like, <laughs> like Red Bull can't say it gives you wings anymore, so I'm not sure you can yeah. say that, Tony. Tony Shut the, the fuck up, child. Tony the Tiger was on Question Time. <laughs> Tony, Tony the Tiger, you you proclaim that Frosties are good. It says here, great. What evidence do you have to support that? Uh, they're, they're great. What, Shut what, the what fuck you're up. actually saying, Tony, is this is your opinion. It's it's incorrect for you to uh, prophesize it as your as an absolute truth. It wouldn't last five minutes on question time. No, Paxman would eat his heart out. Yeah, yeah it's true. Tear, tear him apart. I hope he's okay, Tony. Yeah, we haven't seen him. Is he still on the box? I don't know. Has he got? A, has really he had a three D upgrade or not? He probably has had a. 3D I bet he's upgrade. sexy now. Do you reckon? Oh yeah. I reckon they've made Tony Should Parker sexy. I'll, I'll, yeah, let's I'll, make I'll, it. I'm gonna look him up. And I would, urge, I would urge other people to do but the if you, same. Well, but if just... you Google Tony the Tiger, you'll just see Tony the Tiger. We need is to know what Frosty looks like. Tony the Tiger. Oh, right. the, one of the first, one, <laughs> one of the first the things first that comes question. up. Oh, my good God. What the, oh, no. one, the seventh image is quite pornographic. You're kidding me. What did oh, you search? If, Tony if you, the Tiger. If you put Tony the Tiger in Google, the seventh image is some fan art. And there's a big um, sort of. Oh, my. Yeah. I'm seeing it. There's I mean, we're lucky. Of, um, oh, no. We're lucky there's a censor bar. Yeah. Oh, oh no. I, I did hear about this. Apparently, oh um, no, I'm into certain, a whole hole now. <laughs> I want to say like hashtag not all furries, but apparently this happened in the last couple of years. Certain elements of the furry community discovered Tony the Tiger. Oh my god! And uh, started invading his Twitter account. With... He's got nipples now. 
very thirsty, horny comments about Tony the Tiger. Sweet to Jesus. the point where Tony the Tiger had to beg in character. <laughs> for... <laughs> hey, kids. Please, please stop. Please, please stop sexualizing me. Oh my god! I'm finding some like there's I mean, one here of of a Tony, a very sexy Tony the Tiger, yeah. and he's got a very erect penis, and he is pouring <laughs> milk. Oh, you... He's pouring milk on it, and he's holding I mean, yeah. a bowl of flakes under this his arm. This is this is just a complete rabbit hole. This. I mean, if you want to look it up while you're listening, please do, and you'll see what we're talking about. Well, hang on a sec, guys. It is so everywhere. This is, this is ridiculous. Like, there's... how bad can it be? Look, Tony the Tiger fan art. Let's click. Search. Oh God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hang on, I'll, uh, I'll add They, fan they are all of him looking buff. Holy crap. Ooh. Oh, oh my god. It's I mean, making damn. me question a lot of things. Like maybe. I'm oh. sort of, I, was, I was about to say I'll download some for the group, but I'm sort of afraid to do it in case the old Bill show up tomorrow. I've, yeah, I've done no. it. I've done you it. May um, wanna, you may want to uninstall your browser. Yeah, guys, and, um, I found one. He's in a diaper. I found a oh, crinkle, Tony. No. That's good. Yeah, it's happened. Good old, yeah, well, to be fair, I've not eaten Frosties, you know, every day, day in, day out for 35 years. So maybe I'd look that stacked. Here's know. a weird thing, right? I've noticed by looking at all these pictures, Tony the Tiger has a blue nose. And nine times out of ten, if they draw nipples, those nipples are blue. And that's weird. It's weird. Is there some rule that your nose is the same color as your nipples when it comes to being a tiger? Um, I, uh, I've never really thought about it. Yeah. I want an answer, guys. I want an answer, please. Isn't it your anus? Your nose should be the same colour as your anus. I think well, don't that's... search Tony the Tiger anus. No, Just for the that. love of God. <laughs> your browser will self-uninstall yeah. because it, that is... it, it well, doesn't that... want to see that. Yeah, that definitely isn't great. Well, Your browser well, will seppuku. So what, Listen, we, look what up, are we talking about? Rice, we were talking about rice look up, weren't we? Look up Captain Rick. Just look up Captain Rick for me, right? Captain and there's... Thane. Rick. And if you Google image search, you'll see the latest Captain Rick is awful. But the third image... This is not the same Captain Rick uh, as I think you are looking for. Uh, oh, yeah. I've, if got, you look at, I've got Rick if you look from at Rick and Morty. Look at the third image from Rice Captain Rick. Cycle. Is it like a bike, but Ricicle? Oh, there no, is. Spell it. There he is. Yeah. yeah well, uh, it's R-I-C-I-C-L-E-S. Yes. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Ricicles. Oh, he looks a lot different now. But there's there's one where he kind of excuse me looks like he's wearing a, a sort of baseball cap. Yeah. And then there's then there's an older one where he's wearing a proper astronaut suit. Yeah, I, like I remember cartoon. the astronaut version. That's the one I loved when I was a kid. Yeah. Rice. I don't like the new one where he's got like weird glasses on. I don't like that one. Well, you, you just don't like kids who uh, kids who wear glasses, do you? That's basically <laughs> it. John. Yeah, that's basically the bottom line. Oh God. Did, his own helmet has his name on it yeah well tony tony wears a bandana with his name on it does he really i mean God, i was too distracted by his erect striped yeah. cock well i don't to <laughs> <laughs> notice oh uh, you've got to have a helmet with your own name on it oh, i went on i went on ebay to see if there were boxes of ricicles available to buy and there are just in case you were worried good they're becoming socks I ordered my socks separately, John. It's a sock of ricicles. <laughs> <laughs> a sock of ricicles. Oh, Jesus. my God. Right. Um, uh, uh, Chris, oh, my. Yes. What's your love? Uh, my love is dogs watching other dogs on the telly. <laughs> right. Okay. We, watch a lot of, we have a dog and therefore watch a lot of dog programs. 
Um, and, we, and it's quite fun watching our dog watch the other dogs on telly like she thinks they're sort of in the telly and not just being yeah. broadcast from uh, from Channel 5. Um, so yeah, dogs watching dogs on the telly. Yep. Does... Whenever, whenever cats are on the telly, Dumpling loves watching those cats on the telly. Does she really? Yeah. And she can't even see us, so I'm amazed she can see them. Yeah. Our our cat Bradley is not that observant, to be honest. <laughs> like, uh, uh, we, there, you can get videos for cats, which we do play him sometimes, and he loves them. They're like crack cocaine. What what mm. what's in the videos? Uh they've basically they've put a camera on like a a bird oh. tray or something with a bunch of seed and just you know all these a bird birds tray. Come down. You know a bird tray, and all these <laughs> all these birds come down to eat and. Um, he just loves it. He just can't get enough of it. Yeah. Stare at it for hours. Stares at it for hours. Animals, yeah. Animals in general, I guess. Watching other animals on the telly. It's fun. It's very wholesome, I think. It is very Dude. wholesome. Does How big does the dog have to be on screen? That's, for Daisy yes, that's to a question. A great question, John. Um, quite small. If it's, okay. like an, if it's like, say, a bird's eye view or a drone angle, she'll still look and go, oh, look, there's dogs down there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's more impressive than dumpling. She can't see a cat that small. Yeah. The my um I remember my uh my family dogs um they uh they my mom used to have a pillow, a cushion in the lounge that had like a, a picture of a dog on it, like uh, an embro- an embroidered dog on the cushion. They'd had it for years, no issue. Then one night, rolled us in the lounge. One of our dogs, I think it was Finn, he was asleep. And then we just hear this growling. And we look over and his eyes wide open, staring straight at a cushion Great. with an embroidered dog. Great stuff. You know, who's, who's this fucking dog? How'd he get in here? <laughs> How's he hiding in that cushion? I don't know. Daisy, never Daisy had a pop at a statue of a horse once. That was fun. Yep. Just looked at this statue of a horse and started barking at it. I was like, oh, okay, that's new. That's weird. Yeah. Wasn't My even mom, moving or um, anything. My mum and dad's cat, Nutmeg, um, also was very uh, rivalistic, if that's a word, towards a cushion in their house. But the cushion had a flower on it. And we still don't understand now how what she sees. Yeah, but she's, she's, she's hated that. She's terrified of that cushion. Like, she'll stare at it. Her tail will go all big like it's a rival cat. And then she'll run out of the room. <laughs> she hates that cushion. That's a lot to process. I don't... That's like yeah. when a psychiatrist shows you all those um, diagrams at the start of your treatment. Yeah. What do you see like here? What do you see? Test. I see a cat. I see a cat. I see a cat. I didn't I didn't even show you anything. You're just saying I see a cat. <laughs> I see a cat. I see a cat. I see a cat. Do you have any idea how crazy you sound right now? Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, welcome to our session. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm so sorry, you poor man. <laughs> please, I'm gonna get a please come for this. in. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Stuff. Yeah, I get. Well, I, I've, I got, nothing, really I've got nothing much further to add. Yeah, if I'm I can't bring much. Well, I've got a love, and it's nice and simple. It's no ricicles, but um, <laughs> we uh, uh, we recently uh, splashed out and purchased uh, a Wii, and as in a Nintendo Wii, as a Nintendo Wii. Oh, you could have had mine. No, no, not a Wii. What's that new one? Oh no, Switch. That's oh, the one. Grand yeah. Dad. I was going to say you're a bit late Grand to the party. Dad. I just, I just splashed I out on a game one station one. I got one of those new Super Nintendo systems. I got a Super, I got a Super Sega sixty four, and it's quite good. 
thing is, I knew I you bought, bought a Switch. I got one but of I thought, those new Smegs. I gave you the benefit of the doubt because I knew you'd bought oh, a Switch. But I, oh, can you not hear me? Okay, uh, I think I froze a bit. But it's all right. I'll keep going now. We'll fix it in post. The technology, no technology post. failed us. Is there anything no we can't knows. fix in post? Anyway, what I was saying is that I knew you'd bought a Switch. And I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. And I thought, oh, he's bought a Wii as well. Maybe he's getting into retro gaming. You know, I don't know. But no, you just got it wrong. Well, the thing is, I, the, the reason I bring it up is I have been playing a game called Hollow Knight, which is brilliant, which is absolutely... And it's not going to be one of those loves where I just... I'm not recommending a specific thing because Hollow Knight is brilliant. But I love that... And this goes into everything we were saying earlier about farting at a pitch higher than human hearing and not enjoying my dreams because I'm such a bundle of stress all the time. This is helping. This is honestly helping. And it's just playing an honest-to-goodness old platformer. Just a brilliant, brilliant little game. It's got a plot, but it's not the point. It's it's not like a first-person shooter. And I can just lose myself in it. And it's just... It's just it's just evaporating. Like all that other shit. It's just going away. And I, it's so relaxing. It's wow. amazing. Isn't that the point I of swear. video games? Yeah, but I, there's a point. I swear I'm sleeping better. And everything, just because I'm chilling out, playing a platform. It's wonderful. I swear, I mean, a stimulating video game is helping me sleep. I think you are generally right, Chris, that, that these video game things are meant to uh, meant to sort of allow us a bit of escapism and yeah. escape from the world of stress. But I think quite often they can be just as stressful as, well, as real life. Oh, yes. <laughs> Football manager stresses me out, so I accept There you that. go, you see? When the stakes are high. Um, but yeah, it's really good to find a game that is it's just that right kind of, ah... Mm. It's wonderful because, like, I know there's a bit of a race to the top in terms of like graphics and experiences, and it's got to mimic human life. And I'm like, no, the real world is awful. I don't want to. I don't want to experience that. I want my life to be two dimensional, and I can jump and I can swing a sword. That's all I care about. That's two bungs. That's what's so great about the Switch, my friend. Welcome. Welcome. I know. It, I think Nick, it's really the happiest games console. That should be their tagline. Yeah. The happiest games company, or the or Nintendo, the happiest games company. Who's who's in charge of Nintendo, Nick? Um, oh, I want to say Satoru Iwata, but actually, I think he might have died, and I can't remember who replaced him. It's Super Mario, give- isn't it? He's in charge. Yes, yes, Super Mario. <laughs> it's Super isn't Mario, it? the pl- the plumber. Let's give him a call and say we, we've got. Hey, hey, Nintendo, you're doing all right. But we think uh, we think we could really help you turn this around. You know, get get some good sales. What you need, right, is a smiling pig, <laughs> cutting open his in his, his innards, pulling out a, a switch, and going, "It's the happiest console." There we go. And then and then out pops an erect tiger, <laughs> <laughs> fully striped up yeah. and down. <laughs> It's great. It's great. It's He's just two uh, hands, two hands pointing down at his cross. And he's just saying, "It's great." <laughs> oh. oh no! Oh, <laughs> NSFW. Uh, well, that was delightful. Yeah. Were, were we gonna give a shout out to our? We were gonna do ah. a shout what? out. Yes, because we should been, mention we've been historized. We have. That a a a friend of the show, Jack. Jack, friend of the show, has Jack. undergone a trial, or undertaken it's a, a, it's a, a trial. It's a fate worse a, than death. This, yeah, a a gauntlet that few people have felt compelled or 
um, foolish enough to to do, which we is don't, to... We don't know what drove him to do it, to be honest. But Jack has, has gone through every episode of, uh, of a show called Hate, and he has made notes, notes that we never made, on <laughs> all our loves, all our hates, and uh, additional uh, miscellaneous... Trivia. Trivia, yeah. Uh, I'm staring at it now. It is an astonishing uh, kind of um, archive. Archive, yeah. It's 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 incredible, really. It's it 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 has raised some uh, problematic questions, which we as a as a team and a family are trying to deal with. Uh, one of Massively. which is the the accusation that we may have uh, repeated ourselves on occasion, mm. which is um, it's outrageous. It's disgusting. outrageous. It must be a lie. Uh, I'm not willing uh, to accept that as truth. Or um, the idea that love, on average, over time, may have won slightly more times than hate. And and he even went so far as to say to me that we should consider changing the title of the podcast to a show called Love. Yeah. Can, you be- can you believe that? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's an ugly... That's an ugly thing to say, yeah. frankly. I, 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 I'm actually just, I, I can't even, I can't even be disappointed. It goes so far beyond that, really. Um, it is going to take us a while to process all this data. I think we need to turn it into a spreadsheet. Of course, you think that. To, of course, you think that. We need to maybe. That's your answer to everything. <laughs> we need to. We need to do some. We need. We need some graphs. Basically, yeah. that's what I want to know. Yeah. I want to know, like, did have we gotten happier over time or angrier over time? Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, we you need know. to process this. There's a lot of data here, a lot of raw yeah, data. Yeah, I think, I think there's a potential for a, a great uh, volume of data to be processed here. Yeah. I think, um, I think you could probably... I wonder if you could group it by categories. Oh, now you're talking about language. You know what I mean? I wonder Ooh. if, like, how many of our hates were just... People, because I think we had an, we had an early note early on that we can't just say that well, our hate yeah. is other no, people. No, it's too it's say, too broad. We did say in a very early episode that we thought that there might start to develop sort of families and genuses of hates mm. that could, like for example, I feel like Chris Ray sometimes uh, likes to chuck in hates that are of the genus of you know certain behaviours yes. of people being kind of jerks, and it's like we could maybe group a few Chris Ray hates into this family, for example. There's got to be a Venn uh, like diagram think, out there, I think. Yeah, oh, more than one. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And I think we need to start developing a sort of kingdom animalia of hate. Uh, 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 the, the taxonomy of hate is yes, what we're trying to work out that's what out we're trying here. to do. Yeah. The, the pyramid of hate. And as we said before, like Chris Ray is is really a man of the people. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, your, your hatreds are so often, you know, people. Well, <laughs> they had it coming. They did, to be So, fair. you know. It's not me. I don't do these things flippantly, John. I this no. is, these are genuine hates that are the problem of the people in question, not my you're problem. Just, you're just observing. You're just, just here as a. I'm just trying neutral, to help. I'm providing a service. Just, the world is forcing itself upon you, not the yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Well, well, if we can try and be impartial now, yeah. knowing, <laughs> knowing, knowing that the data is against us. Yep. What do we feel won this episode? Hate. Yeah, I'd, I'd say hate as well. Yeah, I think I think hate as well. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, 
Uh, unanimously, oh, we're so yeah. good at this. We're so good so at the, the needle. I think, I think we did very well not to be influenced by the statistics there. <laughs> Look, if the, if the past year has taught me anything, uh, data is no match for my opinions. Um, <laughs> oh, that's definitely what this year has taught us. Um, but I would like to say a big thank you to Jack. because Massive um, thank you. Because that's supremely helpful. And we will, I promise, we will continue to keep it updated from here on out. That, yeah, we, we joke, but <laughs> that will be very useful for the inevitable the inevitable tie-in book which will accompany this podcast. <laughs> whether like, whether we'll, you want it or not, it's coming. The book is, we're going to throw it at you and it's going to A hurt. book called Hate from a show called Hate. The book that nobody wanted from the podcast <laughs> that no one's listening to. <laughs> 